0: What really happened on to her? What went down?
1: Nice to meet you. Uh, I guess I should introduce myself. My name is Michael. Thank you for being on.
2: Hey, Michael. I'm Adam. I play uh, guitar in the band. Okay. Ben, I'm the bass player.
1: All right.
2: And
3: I'm Navid, and I also play guitar. Okay, tight. <clears throat> um, I just wanted to make sure that it's acceptable that I don't exactly have a beer in hand. Is that going to be? Per- d-
1: it's perfectly okay. Perfect. Cool. Got
2: you covered. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to drink enough for for him as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I keep meaning about like putting disclaimers on emails and being like, even though I'm called beers with bands, like you don't have to drink any alcohol. Like I don't want to force anyone. Because I was talking to someone and they were like, yeah, our our uh, our drummer was gonna be on, but he kind of like doesn't drink, and we didn't know how this is gonna go. And I'm like, oh, like it's just an added thing. Like it's it's okay. Like we don't get like hammered or anything. Name just for the alliteration and the, i totally get it yeah Definitely i mean ranked. there are some episodes where things get crazy but usually i keep it pretty tame just do a power hour the whole time <laughs> oh man
3: i was gonna say that's a little bit of the pressure we should be one of those crazy hours i'll uh i'll just go dip into some of my like tequila that i've got or something and i'll catch up <laughs> with you guys <laughs> all right that works yep
2: yeah uh, i was actually joking with my wife and i said yeah, on this pad podcast, they make us chug a uh, six-pack of beer on the ground. We need to give uh, this one. Where uh, it all
0: began. Memories daunting from my past. Phantom flooming overheads.
1: to another episode of beers with bands uh this week i'm sitting down with the band lake mosaic uh how's it going
4: going real good
1: oh yeah uh, happy to for, be here man i'm i'm stoked to have you guys here i've been jamming the tunes and they sound great uh for people that might not be aware lake mosaic is a uh, pop punk easy core band from ann Arbor, michigan uh you guys recently put out a new uh your debut album about a month ago and we'll get into that here in a little bit but uh i usually like to start at kind of like the beginning and origin stories for bands especially if you know the listeners are new to you guys or might not know um how did you guys come together to be to form lake mosaic
2: yeah so at the very beginning um and this is adam here the guitarist um i started out it was march of 2020 i want to say um so Just like right at the beginning of the pandemic, um, you know, everything started shutting down, had a lot of time at home, and um, just started demoing out some tracks myself. Um, I think maybe at that point, I just, I was writing like the first three songs on the album, which were Perseverance, um, oh boy, it's been a while, Losing Grip and Spring. And I just had the instrumentals for that and uh i think the first person i might have hit up was ben um because we've been in other bands together and um you know just asked him if he wanted to play bass he was super down for it um so we got together and jammed and then met anthony our drummer through a mutual friend of ours nelson and um then through anthony met evan our previous rhythm guitarist and um at that point, we were working with a different vocalist that unfortunately had to stop singing because of a health reason. Um, so uh, we kind of kept demoing stuff together at that point and practicing and everything. And uh, we actually put out a Craigslist ad, uh, like vocalist wanted kind of thing, I put some influences and everything. Um, and matt was i want to say one of the first people that contacted us and when we listened to it we were just like completely floored uh you know that we got something like that through craigslist and uh he came to practice and you know really hit it off and um and then i should get to naveed uh evan unfortunately more recently uh he uh had to step down from the band and naveed had been filling in for us for some shows for a while anyways so it was a you know, an easy decision to, uh, bring in Navid at that point as well.
4: And context, we've known each other for a long time too. Adam and I have been bud since we were like 10 years old, went to middle school together, and then we formed our first band when we were 11. It was like metal core would, would have called it screamo back then. <laughs> um, and then Naveed even subbed in on guitar and bass back then too.
3: Oh,
4: wow. So going back over 10 years ago and (laughs) then way back. Yeah. So we all go way back. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's, that's awesome that you guys are able to come together. And I mean, just another band that has mentioned Craigslist and for people out there, like it does work to find members and solid, reliable people. Um, I think in total, I think you guys are probably like at least the fifth or sixth band that I know of that have done that. And it's always worked out super well from the people I've talked to. So, I mean, obviously you'll get some like hit or miss people, but I mean, you always find someone yep. that works out. So <laughs>
2: we got stories there too. <laughs> we do. We got some, uh, some interesting ones as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll talk about a few uh, later in the, the episode, um, but I do want to get into this feature, like this, this final album that you guys put out the, your, your debut one, Uh, called Perseverance which at this time of this recording it's been out a little over a month because it came out the 11th of February Um, nine songs super good and I know I mentioned earlier you guys are like an easy core pop punk band but a lot of these songs really have like the metal core influence in there too so you guys really just kind of go all over that line in such a nice way so in total like this album is super sick and I gotta congratulate you guys on that
2: thank you so much man appreciate it
1: um obviously it's like i said it's been out a little over a month what's been kind of like some of the feedback you
2: guys are getting so far um a lot of positive feedback overall um you know we had a album release show uh right in ann arbor at one of our favorite venues blind pig and uh it was just absolutely amazing you know played with some awesome other bands and um yeah, people loved it. Just lots of positive feedback so far. I've been hearing a
3: lot of positive feedback myself, and it's um honestly a lot of the same stuff that uh, I was feeling myself before several months before I even joined the band. Um, I heard them putting out their stuff. They're my friends that, you know, that I've known forever. They started releasing the stuff, and because it was pop punk with more metalcore stuff in, uh, embedded into it, like I'm a little bit more into, um, you know, I was really stoked on it. And I was listening and streaming it myself, like in my personal time, like not even close to filling it or being in the band yet. I was just like, my guys are putting out really fun, good music. Um, and then I find that a lot of my friends who are a little bit more into that metalcore kind of stuff really appreciate our brand of what we do because it has that influence in it. Um, and, and they like pop punk in its own right a lot too. Um, but having breakdowns and screaming in the middle of all that kind of stuff adds like a level of dynamicism to it.
1: Um, that I've just found has been, like, really fun for listeners. I mean, I I understand that completely. Like, it it definitely, this album has, if you only listen to pop punk stuff, it's got your your stuff for you on there. If you only listen to, like, the heavy stuff, kind of like you're saying, like, it's got those elements in there, too. And, I mean, if you listen in between, like, this album's perfect for you. And it, it just blends so well.
3: Yeah, and I feel comfortable hyping it up because I wasn't a part of that writing process at first. So i'm not even talking about my own work i can just talk about them and say yeah my dudes write some really really great fun music so yeah when it first came out i was super hyped listening to it in the car all the time and now i've listened to the album and the songs way more than i was ever anticipating on playing them live and practicing them with them um but it's still just as fun as it was before for sure
4: yeah and i'll say it's also i'll toot his horn because adam produced the album himself too so i think It's probably a nice pat on the shoulder, getting all this positive feedback, too. But not everybody knows Adam actually produced the whole thing and recorded it.
2: Definitely. Um, Yeah, it is kind of cool because, you know, people, when they ask where we recorded, they're kind of surprised when, you know, they hear it's like self-produced and everything. So,
1: I mean, that adds a whole other element to it. So, I mean, that's just amazing on top of that. Because a lot of fans... Way
2: too many times by
1: now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah because like a lot of bands they'll try and like self record and self-produce and like you don't always get that nice sounding like studio quality for a lot of like especially like early releases and this one definitely like doesn't sound like it's a first release for anything that you guys have done it sounds like you know like lp2 or 3
3: adam is too nice and modest to to tout that horn but yeah he killed it that was my first thought when i heard it (laughs) when they put it out on spotify back in like february i want to say of 2021 um yeah i was just honestly blown away he kills it with that stuff
2: <laughs> thank you man yeah. <laughs> um
1: now for people that might not have listened to it like what's something that they can really get out of this this album and whole or like even for you uh Navid, like you coming in afterwards like what was something that really struck a chord with you to be like okay like this is this is solid like Was there like any deeper meaning that you found? Um, And then kind of like the opposite for the other guys.
3: To play off your phraseology, the chords. It was the chord progressions. It was the riffs. Uh, For me, um, I've been playing guitar since I was uh, 11 years old. Um, And I was really happy to see that Adam was taking like pop punk in a different direction uh, a little bit with his writing. And I heard the songs at first and I thought like, man, these sound like they would be the perfect thing to play live. And of course, I was just kind of, you know, like, you know, thinking about this in my own head. Um, but for me, it was really just like dynamic instrumental writing that made it really stand out for me. And um, and before you really have, before me personally, I, before I have the uh, actual lyrics in front of me tangibly, I don't always know exactly what I'm hearing. Um, so my brain's first go-to is the instrumentals. Um, and I was just so stoked exactly what he was doing with that. And then, and then of course, less lyrically wise, but um, I was also thinking, where the heck did they find this this vocalist from. Um, he reminded me a lot of the vocalists from this band era. Um, just really dynamic screams, really solid pitch control over his cleans. Um, so definitely the vocals on an instrumental level really grabbed me and also just Adam's playing.
1: And you guys have anything you want to add to, to that?
2: Um, so you said the reverse of that, that question for us. Yeah, Oscar. so I, I
1: guess uh, I can <laughs> rephrase. Uh, so, like, obviously for for youtube being in it from the original process like what is something that people can expect or get out of this album like uh navid really got the instrumentals and that's what hooked him in um but like what what do you expect people to get out of this angst for me <laughs> i
4: like I think it's a really um I don't know emotional record you know if you listen to the lyrics and all those moments where it goes into a breakdown or something like that it's all kind of angsty and it's that emo vibe so i think lyrically that's what you can get out of it for sure it comes out real
2: positive message in the end definitely um yeah obviously a lot of it is about um you know heartbreak and struggle and um you know as ben was saying it's like there's this um overlaying mood of just like, I mean, obviously perseverance, just, um, you know, getting through those hard moments and getting up when you fall down, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something we, we wanted to come through and, um, you know, stylistically, it's just, um, trying to do something a bit different. Obviously, uh, like you said, we all like metal core. We also like pop punk a lot. So blending those styles, And then even, like, some more, like, progressive metal kind of stuff, like, thrown in there, Um, you get a little taste of it here and there, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what, one thing that really hooked me in was, obviously, kind of, like, bouncing off what Naveed said, uh, like, the vocal range on, on your singer is just super good, and then the instrumentals really catch you and lock you in. And then I think I listened to it probably two or three times today, so, like, always on that first time you don't fully understand the lyrics you're just going through going off the instrumentals but then as you sit there and you listen to it over and over like and you catch those lyrics and just the heartfeltness in them just adds a whole another depth to it and i mean it comes out sick
2: i really appreciate that yeah, yeah thank you man
1: <laughs> um also you guys recently just put out a music video for uh breaking free off this album um which is it? super nice, well done. Um, is that also, if I remember correctly, I think I only watched it once, but is, is it take place in the same house that you guys kind of recorded a lot of the stuff in, or is this a different
2: house? It is the same house, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, that's actually, uh, it's my parents' lake house on Lake Michigan, and uh, I feel like it definitely, it's like a special place for this band, Um You know we go there to write music and we went there like you said to do the drum recording um i think we're gonna record the next stuff there as well Uh, we've been talking about that and shot the music video there back in november um it was originally gonna be outside on the beach and uh it ended up being like freezing rain that day and like a crazy storm and uh the videographer he, he you know he's like oh we'll get some tarps and stuff you guys will be good and our drummer's like no fucking way dude my drums are not out there. <laughs> so uh so yeah we did it inside and it still turned out great you know uh we're all really happy with it
1: yeah i mean it came out sick um i also like i brought up that that uh drum playthrough video like i ran mm-hmm. through those videos and um Yeah, I would hate to have to one haul that kit out to the sand and have to deal with that in the in the weathers uh, because fuck that. But uh, it's great that you guys have a spot that you can go and just kind of seclude yourselves because I know some of my friends, they did the same thing with uh, their parents cabin. They would go there, kind of do their writing recording process and like just be isolated and have that time to just hunker down and do what you needed to do.
4: Yeah, maybe um, about two months ago, we all went out there for um, three or four days just to write. Just got kind of a getaway for all of us to buckle down and just write new music. It's a really awesome place for us. And there's also this nautical compass art piece on the wall in the basement. And that's where we got the logo for our band from. Okay. Um, we saw it and we were like, oh man, that would make great inspiration for a logo and we had one drawn up but yeah, it came from something that's hanging in that house so <laughs> that house has a lot of meaning for us.
2: I, I'm sure the name came from one of those trips too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: obviously I don't want to like take away from Perseverance because it's, it's a solid record um, but you do mention you guys are kind of writing new music obviously I think you mentioned Adam I mean you've been this collection of songs you guys have been working on since at least like 2020 ish uh and most people a lot of bands I've been talking to they've been on the same track and they're kind of over those initial songs uh when what can we expect next
2: from Lake Mosaic so yeah as I said we're writing um some songs for the next release we have a good chunk of them done that um i think i think we're pretty sure it will be on that release um i don't know how much more i can say right now but uh we're all really really excited about this new music um yeah it's really cool
3: (laughs) and i guess i will say as uh somewhat of a more objective third party um i'm always really impressed with adam and the guy's uh ability to stay consistent with their songwriting so again i won't you know say too much more or anything but it's um it's exactly what I was kind of expecting from them in the best way possible. So I'm really excited to be able to start playing that stuff live.
2: Yeah. And another thing to mention is um, our uh, vocalist, Matt, he's actually a great guitarist as well. And uh, this, this time around, he's uh, writing some guitar parts too, which I'm super stoked about. And then is this new
1: stuff? And I'd like a, we can always cut anything you you don't want to get too far into uh is it going to still be in the same like musical vein that you guys are doing now or is there like a style change more pop country focused on this one
3: <laughs> going away from the easy core pop punk style totally straight country for this one
2: we right. call it country core country core. <laughs> exactly <laughs> is that what what belmont did with uh oh,
3: right. oh, I, yeah. I wasn't even trying to make that joke but that's exactly what <laughs>
2: That's what they call it. That's
4: right. <laughs> but no, I think it's. I would say so far, anyways. Um, you know, if that stuff d- does make it on it, then yeah, vi- very much up the same alley. Maybe even a little more pop punk, um, like traditional pop punk stuff, but also with a lot of our own taste. Some cool. We still have some heavy breakdowns, so. Oh, yes yes right. not going soft worried. on anybody no really. we're not going soft. <laughs> not going soft on anybody but Navid's going to have a country feature in there just... <laughs> exactly
3: yeah. no honestly it's a in my opinion and again i wasn't a part of a lot of the writing process for what they were putting out uh for this newer stuff so i can say it just feels like a really natural follow-up to perseverance um while still being fresh and i promise i'm not just saying that because i'm in it i was really like really impressed to
1: hear the other stuff that were coming out with so again super excited to play this stuff live oh yeah i'm stoked to to hear it whenever that whole uh iteration comes out but like mm-hmm. i said this these collection of nine songs is super well done and you guys killed it and i hope everyone by the time this episode is done if they haven't already go and listen to this album because it's super sick thank you so much <laughs> uh one other thing that is pretty sick that you guys did was you guys put out a cover recently of uh estella by kenny hoopla uh which overall i mean that song by kenny is one amazing and then you guys i always say like if you're going to cover a song you have to do it as good or better than like the original song because there's a lot of shitty covers out there and you guys did this cover well um it comes out sick and the breakdown you guys did was in the perfect like moment and it's not overdone and it's overall so good. And honestly,
3: speaking to exactly what you were saying about covers needing to be as good or better, um, I know I'm over here sounding like Adam's number one fan, um, but (laughs) I really thought that what made uh, the cover so fun was the breakdown that he did add um, uh, towards like the end of the song. Um, Again, an incredible song in its own right, um, but I even kind of had a feeling, I I even kind of knew in my head what kind of music Adam was listening to lately uh, that influenced that exact kind of style of breakdown that he put in there. Um, so for me, it was, I went back and listened to that song a bunch of times really just to just to hear that breakdown again. What I remember
4: is uh, Adam had wrote a really sweet breakdown and so had Matt. And we got a message one day, all right, guys, let's listen to both of them. Which one do we like? Which one do we want to use? And then they just ended up combining them and using both. So that's actually both of their um ideas combined
2: oh Adam yeah he, he made yeah. like the the fast bouncy breakdown and then i made the the slow kind of volume z breakdown okay. and that's exactly what Naveed first said to me She's so like dude have you been listening to volumes me. now uh how
1: do you guys come up with the ideas do estella like out of all the
2: songs you probably could have picked to do a a cover why that song so that was um that was matt's idea our vocalist um he's the one who actually showed me kenny hoopla i think it was on you know um we were actually tracking another song that day and he like showed me the music video for that song and he like does a backflip and everything in the music video i don't know if you've seen it um but no, I remember really digging it. And then he actually went ahead and uh, demoed it out, just kind of like a, a bare bones kind of song structure. So it was really um, easy for me to be like, oh, you know, like stem that out for me. And um, and then I'll just change the guitar parts um, to some other stuff and kind of go from there. And I think we had the whole thing done in like maybe two weeks at most, like, um, all all the, uh, I should say, like, the writing and production, tracking, that kind of stuff, was, like, maybe a week and a half, two weeks. So, yeah, it was it was really fun.
1: Well, it came out sick, and I'm, uh, like, I'm telling everyone else, on top of listening to Perseverance, go check that song out, because, like we mentioned, that song, in general, slaps, and then you guys just took it to a whole other level and didn't it ruin it which makes it that much better so props
4: the other fun thing about it is it's in drop a flat (laughs) and so they got out the seven string guitars and i i use a five string bass on it so it's a little annoying because when we play all our songs we have to have three guitars each
2: (laughs) yeah lately uh the past couple shows we've just played all c-sharp songs just to make it easy and then people are like well why don't you play (laughs) a stella
1: i don't want to bring it (laughs) right yeah i remember my friends when we used to so i used to like tm uh their band and it was always a pain in the ass because they would write like just catchy pop punk stuff but it would like half the songs would be in one key and the other half would be in another and they wouldn't like put them nicely in the set list so you're sitting there having to switch out guitars like throughout the entire time, and it's just like just plan accordingly, man. Come on. Definitely. Uh, before we fully transition into the later half of this episode, I do want to uh, congratulate you on making it to the semi, to the Sweet Sixteen on that battle of the bands that I saw going on. Um, obviously, we're recording in like late March right now. Uh, but for people that aren't aware, what's this Battle of the Bands and like what happens? What what like what do the winners get for doing this?
2: Yeah, so it's um it's actually a radio station that's putting it on that is uh, local here in Michigan. It's in Lansing, and uh, the Battle of the Bands they got hundreds of submissions um, and they narrowed it down to uh, sixteen bands that started out. Um we've gone through two rounds so far, so we're in the semifinals. Tomorrow we'll be facing off to be in the finals. Um so we've made it fairly far at this point. Um definitely really excited, hoping, you know, uh we're able to win the whole thing. And uh at the end of the day I, I believe we get some airtime on the station and a cash prize if we do win. So
1: nice. Well, uh, I'm rooting for you guys. Hopefully that works out. Uh, congrats on making it this far and hopefully uh, take the take the trophy and take the gold, you know?
2: Yeah, thank yeah. you so much.
1: We'll do our best.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's been, um, I don't know, really, really cool uh, as like such a new band too, you know, only kind of being public for like a year. And we're up against some really good bands that have been around for four or five years, you know, so it's like i'm just happy to you know that we made it this far and um you know i think it's definitely a good sign <laughs>
1: yeah um do you guys have any like plans for any like runs or tours coming up since uh hopefully you know covid is doing something in positive ways i don't know anymore i stop reading the news it's so depressing uh but at some point tours
2: maybe at some point, we yeah, we've talked about some um, some smaller runs. Um, so it's it's definitely in, in the cards for the future. Next show lined
4: up is on May 13th at the Crowfoot Pike Room in
3: Pontiac. OK. So cool. I've kind of got a month off here. And this has been our biggest break uh, so far. And honestly, I think since October, we've played, what, uh, five six seven shows or something in that vein um don't quote me on the exact number but uh it's nice to get a little break to focus on writing recording like theory crafting what we want to do moving forward um and honestly just getting out of the winter months and planning on shows and a possible small tour for the summer is just i'm so excited for it so ready to get out of this weather and actually play and like have on on like good nights and stuff oh yeah yeah not load in and out from snow and all that stuff (laughs)
1: Uh, for people that are planning to to go see you guys live or go to um, a Lake Mosaic show, if you go to the, like one of their towns, uh, what can they expect to get out of a live performance from you guys? Lots, Lots of, of crap.
2: core.
4: Crabcore, <laughs> energy. So low. <laughs> Naveed and Adam are always competing to see who can get lower, and Adam ripped his pants once. I which did. It was great like straight down the crotch you know? <laughs> we like we're to jump just... around on stage we're goofy on stage yeah. Yeah. we're not shy we're yeah we're pretty goofy and fun on stage we like to jump around have a good time 100
3: i'm always just trying to push the border more of how silly and goofy i can be in the middle especially in the middle of some more serious parts it's fun to just you know because because matt is really doing his thing and being really serious and really delivering these powerful lyrics and really powerful screams um, really solid, you know, like cleans and stuff. And then the rest of us string guys get to just fuck around as much as we want, <laughs> jumping around with big goofy smiles on our faces. So I, I I'm, I'm
1: happy with my role. <laughs> now, in the battle of who, go- who gets lowest, who normally wins?
3: <laughs> I don't think we've measured it yet. I don't know. I'll leave that up
4: to. Navid hasn't uh, ripped any it. pants yet. Ooh, that's a yeah. whole point. Any pants. Maybe Let's that. Let's go ahead uh... and say
3: Adam. But that could also be the quality of the pants that we're talking about here. So I'm not out of the running point yet. You know, <laughs> we'll have to see.
1: <laughs> Alright, well for those people listening, make sure you go check out Lake Mosaic live and see who can get lower. It's going to be Adam or Naveed. And <laughs> let me know. <laughs> but, now we are in the later half of these episodes. We're all kind of nice, loose, and this is my f- my favorite part of the episodes because I get to kind of just, you know, sit back and listen to some stories from your guys' time of music. Uh, they can be from shows tours time recordings uh anything horrendous to tremendous or any adjective in between oh actually actually time out before we even do that i'm missing my whole segment it's beers with bands i know you guys are drinking tonight what are you guys drinking for for your beverages
4: i am drinking alpha king by three floyds okay i don't know if you're hip to three floyds in indiana it is one of my new favorite breweries. They just have, if you like IPAs, they have a bunch of really awesome IPAs. Okay. Gumball Head is one of my favorites, but yeah, this is Alpha King. So great beer. Yeah.
3: So I woke up with a bit of a sore throat this morning. I uh, took a test and I'm all good of COVID, but um, so I, I decided to chill on that. But if I was feeling 100%, um, Oberon Day was a day or two ago. So, that is exactly what would be in my hand right now. I'm super excited to pick up a case of that. Um, whenever spring rolls around, Oberon for sure. Okay. Do you know about Oberon Day, Michael?
1: I, I do not.
3: It's not
4: familiar to me at all. It's like one of the, probably the most famous beer in Michigan. Maybe that or two hearted. Okay. Our, this, it, it's a, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, so it's super popular summer beer or summer. It comes out in March every year. Um, and the governor just two days ago declared um Oberon Day, the day it gets comes out every year, March twenty first, I think. If yep. That's right. Yeah. But
1: oh, nice. <laughs> it's an official state holiday.
2: Man, I don't even get work off for that. What's up? <laughs>
1: that's that's a bummer. I was just gonna say, do you get to like
2: take the day off and just like go to the bar all day? Drink Oberon. <laughs> not a federal it's not really recognized yet. But uh if you haven't had it, it's like Blue Moon, but like way better, I would say. You always okay. have it with an orange peel.
4: Yeah. If you go out and get it. Have it in a glass with an orange peel on it.
1: Well, hopefully, I get to Michigan sometime soon. I'll, I'll hopefully get to try one. Yes, come have one. You'll love it.
2: And my beer today, I was actually gonna grab Alpha King, so uh, that's funny that you have that, Ben. But this is a new one I wanted to try, New Belgium um, Future Hop IPA. It's solid tight Uh, and And how about you what are you
1: drinking the listeners are uh, yeah I just you know stick with my normal PBRs Uh, PBRs. I've been going to my shows lately so this feels yeah this is as close to a show as I've been getting so you know it makes me feel like I'm at home with those so uh, I do it's It's a very
2: punk beer for sure.
1: (laughs) it really is yeah like I just miss being in like a shitty dive bar and just, like, getting these for, like, slightly overpriced, but you just don't care. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And that's definitely the essence of that, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But now that I remember to do that, now this is the part where we get into the fun, horrendous or tremendous, or any adjective between stories from you guys' time in music. Start with, like, one of the most
4: exciting moments of our childhood band when we were in high school is called "Bear the Witness." Um, I remember we're playing a show, and um, it was a pretty big venue. It's called the Modern Exchange back then. And in the middle of like a breakdown or something, the lights come on, and we see a bunch of guys fighting. And it was the most exciting thing ever. We're like, "Yeah, we got our music caused a fight!" Yeah, we were so excited about it afterwards. This,
2: this it was, was crazy. Full on brawl. Like, huge problem I've never seen a fight like that anywhere else in my life like it was <laughs> it was insane and it was all to the the tune of a 15 16 year old screamo music so yes. yeah we were like looking at each other on stage when the lights came up and just being like do we keep playing like, like <laughs> what's happening right now yeah then we got to tell everyone we
4: started a fight with our music.
2: Yeah, that, that was a wild show. Yeah, that
1: was. <laughs> it was just so angsty they couldn't contain their rage. Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Talk about our
1: um,
4: million-dollar gig a couple months ago.
2: Oh, yeah. Naveed has <laughs> just put his head down.
3: <laughs> so... um. I don't know. I guess hopefully, uh, Michael, we can cut anything out that, that we want to uh, ultimately. But um, yeah, it was just we played a really fun show. With um, uh, we had about what was it like a twenty-five or thirty-minute set or something, and then there was this really great band um, who played uh, classic rock covers for an hour and a half. I um, timed it myself Ooh. even, and and they were they were good tunes. I just, um, all the other bands were really good too that night and it was all kind of 20, 30 minute sets. And then, um, you know, we kind of listened to Master of Puppets and uh, you know, Back in Black and stuff for about an hour and a half. And I, and I just, I, I was kind of always waiting for it to, not that I was having the worst time in the world, but I was kind of wondering when their set would, you know, start wrapping up and how they would like come to the, that, their own conclusion. Um, and I know we also, um, I think we made a whopping, uh, I'm really, me personally, I'm in this band for the britches. Uh, so we made a whopping three dollars, two dollars, three
4: dollars, three dollars, three dollars that night.
3: Um, so you know, I'm not really in it for the music. I'm in it for the for the crazy payout from all of our shows, and that three dollars was really made it worthwhile for me. So
2: <laughs> okay, just just to get in on this a little bit further, like uh, this was one of the first shows that I booked for the bands and uh, it ended up being like a one of those pay to plays where you have to sell like 30 tickets um you know to, to come out even i think we sold like 31 you know so it was like we made 10 dollars and then the dude charges us like seven or eight bucks for like shipping we like hustled so much for like 31 tickets uh to get people out to this like nasty dive bar and yeah,
3: and, and honestly, uh, like logistics and stuff aside, um, it, the you know, I hate to say it, the the crowd was just um, a little off. Uh, there were people, um, there were people, you know, like really really hammered and giving each other like crowd kill stares, and not in the way that we're used to, where it's like really fun and you go mosh with people and it's all just to have a good time. Like I I, I was sitting on the perimeter uh, a lot of times and I was seeing um, certain people getting kind of targeted. And, uh, and, and people were approaching us afterwards, talking about, uh, we got to put more uh, long drawn out bends in our music, like guitar string bends in our music and stuff. And, it, and I, the whole time, I just wasn't sure if the night was real or if I was just imagining it at all. It was it was really, it, it was honestly, it was actually a really fun show. Um, it was just the crowd was a little off in that way. Um, obviously it never feels good to get totally you know boned on like you know you know you you go to the effort of you know selling like a decent amount of tickets for in proportion to like a pretty small venue um and then you know getting getting just that amount of capital from uh, a really weird night it was it's honestly an experience that we all reflect on fondly and it's the subject of a lot of like really great material you know riffing back and forth with each other but that was probably our i would say like most horrendous show because everything else has been Really solidly consistent. Uh, we get good turnouts. Uh, the other bands that we play with are always really cool dudes that we get along with really nicely. Yeah. Um, so I, I almost feel bad that I don't have like a you know playing with these guys so far. I don't have like the most tremendous story uh, where you know the best thing in the world happened. It has been consistently a really really great time. Um again, so many of the other uh, one of my favorite things actually has just been, you know, like realizing that so many of these other guys are also just in it for fun and we end up like chatting a lot more than I ever really thought we would. Um they're really funny dudes, they're really great musicians and you know, after the past two years of, you know, lockdown, things getting better, things getting worse, you know, that roller coaster, just meeting like-minded people who are really really kind and play their instruments really well has been just a really fulfilling thing for my, my life. So, let's say, like, the overall experience
1: is tremendous. That's what I'll say. Uh, Well, don't feel bad that you don't have, like, I, I know you were saying, like, apologizing because you don't have anything, like, super tremendous or super horrendous. Like, that's okay. Like, I used to feel that way, too, because, like, my time on the road, it was, like, usually, like, I just have, like, mundane stories. At least it feels like mundane stories. So, I I get tired of telling them, and someone told me it was, like, don't feel bad about having just mundane stories because that means that your time doing anything was, it, it went right. It went how it was supposed to go. And those times that you have those horrendous stories are when shit really gets fucked up and there's like no way to really come back from it at that exact moment. So like, don't feel bad. Man, And that's honestly exactly how I feel about
3: it. Um, just knowing that I, I kind of know what I'm getting into uh with each practice with each show with each everything um knowing that i've got a band of really really great friends that i can always rely on um knowing that we are always we can always rely on just you know by happenstance meeting really cool people at our shows um it just makes it like an overall really positive thing in my life um so honestly i wouldn't even have it any other way and when those horrendous stories do eventually pop up it's easier to keep perspective with everything that goes right all the time when things do go wrong, it's always just something that I know that we can laugh on in the future when we reflect on it. Um, so yeah, I, I would not have it any other way.
4: Now I do have a a bit of a pet peeve of mine that these guys know when we go to shows and see other bands. There's just one uh, thing uh, that I just can't get past, and it's when ba- when bands don't have bass players. And that you know, and sometimes I'm fine with it. It's whatever I can get over it. You know, if it's a two-piece band, they'll have MIDI bass or whatever going. That's fine. But you go back to a show in I think it was November, um, and there was this headlining band, and a t- it was a touring band. So we were opening up for a tour, a bunch of touring acts. Um, most of them are really awesome, um, and then the headliner band came on, and I'm like, dang, OK, we got some metal going on. I'll go up there. And then they get to a breakdown, and I see the bass player playing. And then all of a sudden, I see him stop playing, and the bass keeps going and doing a breakdown. And then he starts dancing around. And I realize he's not actually playing. They brought a bass player who like has good makeup and looks cool on tour with them to do that. <laughs> And to dance around on stage and that's when I decided that the one thing I hate even more than midi bass is fake bass <laughs> <laughs> and it's just been a very it's a problem for me I don't it wasn't a thing when we were in the scene back in high school and all of a sudden every show I go to now there's a band without a bass
2: player <laughs> just, they just I don't know has uh Gin base, or whatever you know, the BSD plugin is, and this program's their bass <laughs> these days. I, I like to think that's, it's
1: that's
3: so crazy
2: because, basis...
1: sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, uh, that's so crazy. I've never like had that ha- like experience seeing that happen, uh, except for like one time where it was like the day of the show, and like the bass player was like super sick, so like he wasn't able to come. But other than that, like, every band I've ever seen unless it's like a special two-piece band has had a bass player and doing like actual bass parts right actually I like playing think, the
3: bass <laughs> yeah honestly good bass <laughs> these days are one in a million and we are just extraordinarily lucky to have Ben on our team we're always grateful for him and we never give him shit you know for being the bass player he's never the butt of any bass player jokes they never give me any shit
4: for it never. they never make any <laughs> jokes about replacing <laughs> me with a robot ever they would never
3: do that uh, and Ben is a classically trained bassist too which just makes the jokes all the more hilarious for us. <laughs> yes, I have a degree in bass playing for college.
4: So yeah, I don't like robots taking our jobs.
1: <laughs> I just see the look on Adam's face and he's like, you make one wrong move though
2: and he's
1: <laughs> <it's> getting programmed.
2: <laughs> uh, I do say that a lot punk bass sounds pretty good
3: <laughs> and I guess as far as if I had to point to um, uh, one show that was particularly you know maybe not so like oh, you know crazy tremendous or anything um, this was actually my last show not the, the band's last show with me not playing uh, full time um, was our album release show and that one was really fun playing a, playing a show in your hometown at a really like popular venue is always a really great time um i ran into a bunch of my friends i got to meet a bunch of the other band guys friends um that was probably our most uh kind of like holistic crowd that night you know it was it was really special being able to play that in front of everyone um so that was probably the most the one that i can point to as being the most tremendous you know we uh did the album from start to finish songs one through nine um got to see all of our precious friends faces in the crowd while we were doing it um that was that was definitely the best one just because you know playing on your home turf is always going to be fun.
2: Yeah, I okay. totally agree. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people I haven't seen in, you know, five, six, seven years, you know, just kind of came out and, um, yeah, just awesome night all around. Um, we also played with a uh, spirit breaker and American arson. Um, both those bands are just so sick. Um, yeah. And, and admittedly, I'm not always,
3: you know, that in the know of local bands and giving them as much like listening as I should. Um, seeing, I, I checked out Spirit Breaker a little bit before that night and then seeing them play live, they they were easily my favorite uh, band that we have played with so far. Really dynamic music, way, way more on the heavy side, honestly, just a personal preference kind of thing. I gravitate towards heavier metal core, progressive metal type music. Um, so seeing their particular take on it um, with, again, some really solid instrument uh, uh, players uh, playing some really cool instruments, uh, that, was, that was the most fun I've had watching another band. So yeah, actually at our album release show, we also got to see
1: my personal favorite other band play. So just just a killer night. Well, I mean, that to me, that sounds like a pretty uh, heavy, tremendous night. Um, it's always great hearing all those fantastic moments that bands are doing and getting to experience. Uh, before we fully end i usually like to ask bands uh a certain question to kind of end on like a high note for the episodes um obviously you guys just put out perseverance in february but what do you guys want to see or what can people expect from this band from this point forward
2: from this point forward i mean um we definitely plan on playing a lot of shows going forward. Um, as we talked about before, um, you know, we'll be looking into booking some tours, um, just a constant stream of music. We're constantly writing. So, um, you know, those are all things to look forward to in this next year.
3: And I know that getting out there and playing our stuff live is just such a catalyst of positivity in all of our lives. And I really, really feel it when I'm on stage with everyone, how happy it makes us and how excited we are to get to our shows and do what we love for everyone. Um, so honestly, just expecting more of that positivity, expecting more coordinated, goofy uh, stage moves, all that stuff.
4: 100%. Yeah, we brought back the running man. I don't know if you men- we mentioned that earlier, but we like <laughs> to do the running man. During one of our songs, all three of us—it's great. Okay. We can't usually get our vocalist to get it on it, but. And we debated
3: for a long time: would would people understand that we're just trying to be hilarious and do the throwback, or would it look like we're actually, you know, up there seriously doing the Running Man? And you know, at this point, I don't even care. It's it's during one part of a particular song that we always do the Running Man, and uh, just seeing the different variations that uh, us string dudes do when we're doing it always just puts a huge smile on my face and and no joke adds a lot of positivity and energy to the show um so we're probably not cutting out running man anytime soon and a lot more crabcore core too so there's a lot to come in terms of throwbacks to
1: awesome yeah. stage moves. you can expect right. a lot of
3: running man
4: right. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah man, please I think... do not cut the running man because you never see like metalcore bands or easycore bands do anything other than crapcore so adding something in else in you guys you guys are already setting your guys yourself apart so thank you (laughs) we needed that validation thank you so much (laughs) can't
2: stop won't stop so i i thought of another horrendous story um if you have a minute for it let's let's hear it it's like just happened you guys know what i'm about to say like (laughs) after this last show we played it in uh, detroit at armageddon beach party um, really fun venue, super DIY kind of place. Um, so in the middle of loading out into my car, um, I put my amp in the car and, uh, like a duffel bag that I have a lot of my cables and stuff in there and the keys to my car are in the duffel bag. And this is like, mind you, it's like a brand new car. It's not supposed to be able to like lock with your keys in it. Right. But I get locked out, like half my stuff's loaded in the car and pretty sketchy um, spot spot too i was like (laughs) my stuff's gonna get stolen for sure um yeah so it was just like a lot of like stressing out for an hour or two uh i i appreciate the the guys were kind of like uh you know there to talk some sense into me a little bit but uh it ended up being fine you know i uh i got the code for the car the next day came back and it was fine but definitely stressful in the moment.
1: Uh, so to, to balance off that, I totally feel that moment. We were in, I think, Albuquerque. And we had, like, parked outside the venue. And, like, we had time before loading. So we kind of just split. And, like, everyone kind of went to go find food and like within walking distance. Well, whoever had been driving the night before took the van keys off the carabiner because he didn't like how they like just the carabiner like hitting the drive, like the steering wheel shaft or whatever. So he took them off and we get back to the van and one set is already in the van for whatever reason. And then the other was taken off the carabiner. So that's also in the van. So, and we locked it before we left and you have me who's not one of the smallest dudes in the band and the other dude who is not also one of the smallest dudes trying to reach our hands in, like thankfully we left a back window open But it's also in a 15-seater van, so it's, like, the bottom cracked open. And we're sitting there just trying to, like, get it somehow and can't reach anything. Thankfully, like, I was to the point where I was like, dude, like, we have all this money from merch. Like, we did well. If we have to break a window and get it replaced, like, we can at least get back in. Like, it was do or die at that point. And thankfully, like, our drummer came and he had like tiny little skinny arms and had his drumsticks with him and like was able to reach in and like flip the switch with his drumstick but like ah uh, dude i was i was this close to just breaking the trying to break the window and just like get our shit
3: dude you got it's lucky that so he had the dexterity and the, and the arms didn't even get in oh, there to yeah. do that that's god i'm so glad that didn't like end up being like as bad as it could have been i know a broken window would have been so bad but You also just don't want to get caught by anyone just like smashing a window of a car and having to (laughs) explain yourself or anything man that easily worked out as good as it could have (laughs) yeah sorry
1: (laughs) but yeah it it, like didn't help that it was like i mean you're in like new mexico so it's like hot as shit out anyways and you're just like fuck this but anyways Uh, besides those points uh go check out lake mosaic if they hit a town near you and uh the show on the 13th be sure to be there it's going to be a sold out crowd get your tickets when you should have this episode's like almost out around then so you should have your tickets already uh but if anyone is looking for merch music or you guys in general where can they find it
2: so we're on um tiktok instagram and facebook uh lake mosaic band is our handle on all those platforms um probably most responsive on Instagram. So, uh, definitely, you know, message us on Instagram. If you ever want to chat, uh, we love talking to fans.
1: You guys have merch out. Anyone find it somewhere?
4: Yep. Same uh, thing in the bio on Instagram, we've got a link. It's just a link tree with all of our different sites on it. So definitely Instagram is probably the best pace, best place to find us look in our bio and there'll be a link to merch the music all the platforms
2: yeah we have uh long sleeves short sleeve shirts and hats as well yeah
1: i did see the five panels they look sick uh, everyone be sure to go get one the link to everything all their stuff will be in the description below i don't know why i'm pointing no one can see this um <laughs> uh it'll be in the description below uh depending on what social you found this episode on be sure to also go jam their stuff uh one big more thank you to you guys for taking the time out of your your wednesday to hang out with me and drink some beers and talk about your album perseverance is sick and i'm stoked to see what you guys do next so
2: fun talking to you man thank you for so having us man thank you man appreciate it thanks for having us
1: well thank you cheers uh like i normally say if you or anyone you know should be on an episode of beers of bands feel free to reach out i got the email on all the socials twitter instagram facebook uh hit me up and uh love to have a beer with you and talk about your music other than that I'll catch everyone on the next episode. See ya.